change your perception of what you're looking at and everything changes. Hey, my name is Georgio Janis, and this is the How To Do Life podcast. If you've ever felt that no matter what you try, something is missing, then you're in the right place. My aim with this podcast is to begin filling in those blanks for you. So open your mind and get ready because I'm about to show you an entirely different way to look at your life. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. So let's get started. All right, welcome to another episode of the podcast. In this episode, I want to talk to you about the stories that you're telling yourself. Now, this is something that I deal with on a daily basis with all the clients and students that I work with. Because ultimately, when it comes to mindset and psychology, a lot of what we're trying to work with and what we're trying to change is the stories that we tell ourselves. Now, that's important because these stories reveal beliefs that we carry. And these beliefs influence many aspects of our life. In fact, I'm of the belief that beliefs have an impact on every aspect of our life in really deep and profound ways. Even if it's in a way that's working against us, they still have an impact. Now, in my book, How to Do Life, I've got a graphic where I talk about the, it's the pyramid of beliefs. And basically what happens is beliefs influence your thoughts, your actions, the way you treat yourself, the way you speak, and ultimately everything up until your destiny. Now, I use the word destiny in the book, and what I mean by destiny is destination. That's ultimately where the word stems from. And so if you're trying to change your destination in life, it's important that you inspect the beliefs that you're carrying, because until you're able to inspect these beliefs and become aware of them, because they're mostly unconscious, you will feel ruled by them. As Carl Jung said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. What he's alluding to there is these unconscious beliefs that we carry and we think we don't have them because they're in our blind spots, they're in our unconscious. And because we are unconscious to these beliefs, we're operating with some level of autonomy with our habits and our behaviors that are the result of these beliefs and these thoughts that we carry. And so as a result, what that leads to is us living out a life that we may not necessarily want the outcome of, but we feel like no matter what we try, we can't seem to change it. And so you get stuck in a bit of a rut or a cycle or some kind of pattern. And then before you know it, you feel really frustrated and then you start beating yourself up. And so this is what this episode is about, where we start digging into an understanding of what is going on with the beliefs you carry and where they come from and what these stories are that you tell yourself. Because until you're able to make these unconscious stories conscious, you will get stuck and you will get frustrated. Now, what do these stories have an impact on? Well, if you're telling yourself a story that is favorable to an outcome that you're trying to achieve, for example, if you tell yourself that you are worthy of and you genuinely believe that you are capable of achieving a million dollar net worth, then your life is likely to demonstrate your ability to get there. There will be clues, there will be evidence of you arriving or at least being on the path towards experiencing a million dollar net worth. If you have a belief about being in a loving and caring relationship with a partner that respects you and treats you like an equal, 
your life will show you evidence and signs that that's occurring. Either you are in that relationship or you're connecting with people who do treat you that way, who do treat you with respect and love and consideration. Now, if you have these unconscious stories or beliefs that dictate this unworthiness that you might carry, that you're not worthy of being loved or you're not lovable or people don't care about me or people are selfish or something along the lines of thinking that you can never trust somebody, I can't trust people, I can't rely on people, then that story that you're carrying, that belief that you happen to be carrying is something that you will see evidence of in your life. So if you have trust issues and you feel like you can't rely on people, you probably don't have a lot of people that are really close to you or know you for who you really are because you're keeping them at arm's length. You're not letting people in because you feel like you can't trust them because of these beliefs or you feel like you can't rely on people because they'll let you down. If you have a story or some kind of belief about whether or not you're worthy of building the kind of wealth that you want to build because of you know, the experiences that you had at a younger age. Then if we look at your financial situation, we look at your bank account and your budget and your savings and so on, it will probably reflect that. And so by having these unconscious beliefs and these unconscious stories, now I'm just to be clear here, I'm using the word stories and beliefs here interchangeably throughout this entire episode, because they are, they're just beliefs are stories. That's it. And any story you can change the narrative of. Now, something that we typically see in the self-help and personal development world is using affirmations to change these stories. I have mixed feelings about affirmations, and I've seen that they can work for people. I've also seen a lot of people feel frustrated by the idea of them because they feel like they're lying to themselves and they're having to fake it until they make it, which is not ideal. The challenge with that is it's a long process to changing these beliefs. My preference is to reach into where the belief originated and change where it originates, almost like pulling it out by the roots. And that will have a significant impact on changing that belief and changing the story. So these are stories, these are beliefs that you are carrying. And by changing them, you change the experience, the outcome, the destiny or the destination that you're working towards. And so based on coming back to where these beliefs show up in our lives and the stories that we're telling ourselves, the impact that they have is that they can create symptoms in our life. Now, these symptoms or side effects that we experience can be favorable or they can be unfavorable or painful, right? If there's an area in your life where you feel like you're experiencing symptoms in your life that you're not finding that you're aligned with or you're not liking, we will find that there is some belief that is creating that outcome in your life. And when I say symptoms, what I mean is basically unwanted outcomes. So if you keep running out of money or you can't seem to save money or you can't seem to get yourself out of debt, that's a symptom in your life, in your financial area of life. If you have relationship challenges where you can't seem to move relationships past a three-month mark, or you can't seem to find the kind of partner that you want to be with, or if you are in a relationship and you keep having the same argument or you keep coming up against the same issues with your partner, these are all symptoms in your relationship life. If you've got family conflict, same kind of thing. If you can't find the job that you're looking for, or you can't seem to get promoted or feel like you're being recognized or getting the acknowledgement you're looking at in your work or your business, these are all symptoms, right? And so 
typically in the modern, if we're going to use medicine for a moment, Western medicine and modern medicine is usually treating the symptom rather than going to the root cause. So if you're using that same approach to your life where you're looking at a symptom and you're saying, well, how can I just treat this symptom? You're never really reaching down into the cause of what's creating that symptom. And so by revealing what the unconscious stories and beliefs are that you're carrying, that helps you get to the root cause. And then by changing that cause, you essentially change the effect or the symptom. So how do we do that? Well, it's actually, it's really interesting. It's quite simple. And sometimes it's frustratingly simple for people, but I think there's a lot of value in this process just by developing an awareness around it. So in order to be able to get consciously aware of these unconscious stories and beliefs that you're telling yourself, you want to grab a fresh document, a fresh page in your journal or a notepad, and you want to write down whatever it is the outcome or the destination or whatever it is that you're trying to work towards as a goal, and you want to write that down. And the reason why you want to do that is because you're becoming consciously intentional about what it is you're trying to work towards. So this is engaging your conscious mind, not necessarily your unconscious mind. And you want to look at whatever it is that you're working on. So if it's your physical health, something to do with that, if it's your finances, if it's business, career, relationships, whatever area of your life it is, write down what it is you're trying to work towards, the outcome that you're trying to create. And then what I want you to do, when you read back whatever that goal is, whatever the outcome is that you're trying to work towards, pay attention to the stories that you're telling yourself about why that's impossible or why you can't achieve that. You will probably find that there are stories along the lines of you being unworthy, or you don't have what it takes, or you don't deserve it, or if you experience that, or if you get there, you might be ostracized or rejected, or you may experience a sense of isolation, or there might be some kind of fear that shows up. I want you to pay attention to the stories that start to tell you why you can't do that. And it won't take long. It'll be a few seconds and then they'll all come flooding in. And as you hear them, I want you to write down all these different reasons why that can't happen for you. And just brain dump. Just keep writing until there's no more stories that are there. And what you'll probably find is as you get all these stories out, what you're doing firstly is becoming consciously aware of these unconscious stories that are sort of being like whispering in your ear. And it helps you develop an, a conscious awareness of it. So immediately you're starting to see what these things are, what these anchors are, or these handbrakes are that are holding you back from the thing that you're consciously trying to create. And then as you go through this list and you reread all these different stories you're telling yourself, you will find that there's probably some common threads. These common threads and these stories specifically are trying to reveal a memory for you where you developed that belief. And so... For example, if the story that you're telling yourself is that I am not worthy of being loved or I am a burden to people, I'll use a, a client example of just yesterday, actually, who felt like she was a burden on her mother when she was younger. And the reason this was coming up is, was because we were talking about her need to improve upon herself. She is very hungry and eager to constantly fix her flaws and work through the things that are wrong with her. And I challenged her on that because I quite honestly, I do not believe that we need improving. My belief based on my experience is that what we are here to do is grow into more parts of who we truly are. So if you think about 
a small circle nested within a larger circle, that small circle is who you think you are and a larger, the larger circle is who you truly are, all facets of who you are. And so we tend to shrink ourselves. We, tr- we tend to think of ourselves smaller than what we actually are. And so my preference is to have you think about it in a way where you are expanding from who you think you are into more facets of who you truly are. That's not improving. That's just growth and evolution. You're expanding into who you really are, almost like growing in to fill your skin, if you like. And so we were discussing this on the call and she was feeling challenged by that because she has spent so many years being focused on improvement and changing and fixing flaws and overcoming those insecurities. And so we traced it back to when she was younger and she felt like she was a burden to her mother and felt like her mother didn't necessarily demonstrate love to her. And so she developed this belief as a young child that she wasn't loved and she wasn't worthy of it. So before I take you into how we changed her perception of this experience, what I want to show you and demonstrate here is that we were digging through where the belief originated, this story that she's telling herself. Because these stories don't come from nowhere. They're not random. These are stories that are little phrases that you are saying to yourself that are beliefs. And these beliefs have come from a moment in your life where you have said that to yourself for the first time because there was a lot of emotion attached to the memory. And as a result of that, it stayed with you. And you've been repeating that story and that narrative in your mind, reaffirming it over and over and over again until it becomes unconscious. And the moment it becomes unconscious, it's a story that plays on autopilot. So the moment you try to, for example, my client who's trying to find a partner and wants to be in a loving relationship, any attempt that she makes or any move or action she takes towards trying to create that, there's this huge wave, tidal wave of a story that hits her that says, yeah, but can you be loved? Do people actually love you? And so that holds her back. And so by doing this exercise, just by working out what the outcome is you're trying to create and then becoming consciously aware of all the stories that you're telling yourself, you immediately start to become aware of the things that you feel like you have no control over. The moment you make the unconscious conscious is when you start to empower yourself. It's like shedding light on the big hairy thing in the corner of the room. That's in the dark corner of the room. The moment you put light on it, you're like, oh, actually, it's not that big hairy thing. It's just a little ball of hair that didn't get vacuumed up at some point, right? Just got missed. But you're telling yourself this huge story about it. So becoming consciously aware is like shedding light on something that's kind of lurking in the corner. Now, how do you then, once you become aware of these different beliefs and stories you're telling yourself, how do you then work through them and change your perception of them? Well, this is something I do in my one-on-one calls and part of my group coaching program but I'll give you a taste of what it looks like. What you do is you look back to whatever experience in your past you have, whatever memory you have that's emotionally charged, where you believed the same story, where that story was being told to you based on the circumstances and you were convicted in believing that. So for example, with my client, she said that she felt like she wasn't loved. Okay, And so we went looking back through her life and said, who do you feel like you were the least loved by? Or who did you feel didn't love you at all and did so consistently? And she found that her answer was mom. And we had already done some work through her relationship with her dad, so that had shifted already. And so the only other answer she had that was quite prominent for her was her mother. And so we went looking through memories that she had where she felt like her mother was unloving or she felt like she was a burden to her mother. 
and we started changing her perception of these different experiences. Now, whatever it is that you perceive in these moments that is missing isn't actually missing. So for my client, she perceived the love was missing. It wasn't actually missing. She was just expecting it from her mother. So when I asked her to look elsewhere in her life at the same time where that love was coming from, and she started to see that the love was actually there, it was just showing up from different people instead of her mother, her pain and the story that she tells herself about it started to change significantly. And when it did, she started to see her mother in a different light and took the pain away from the experience, which then gave the story no basis for existing anymore. It had no way to root itself in the soil of her mind because what we were doing was we were turning up the soil completely. So it's important that we start to look in these moments that we develop these beliefs where the thing that we perceive is missing actually is presenting itself. Now, it's tempting to believe the story and the story is going to say, well, you know, it wasn't there and I'm 100% certain of it. But the truth is I haven't found a single case where the story has actually been true. The story is an illusion. It's emotions. It's a what's sometimes described as a lopsided perception. This is something that John Demartini talks about where your perception is polarized. It's part of this dualistic thinking of positive and negative, all or nothing. And the challenge with that is, as long as you're stuck in one of these positions of thinking, you don't allow yourself to see things through a different light. And so by using the steps that I've given you, you will start to change these stories by becoming consciously aware of what the stories are that are holding you back and creating the situation that you're currently in. But it's also going to empower you to start questioning yourself and saying, well, is that true or is that just a belief? Is that just something I'm telling myself? And so by doing so, you're immediately claiming your power back. You're becoming consciously aware of things that are in your unconscious and you won't be submitting yourself to fate. Instead, you'll actually be taking control of your life. My hope is that you get some value from this and it's giving you some food for thought, but also there are some action steps in there that you can use to your advantage. My attempt here is to try and empower you and give you the tools you can use to go and live the life that you're trying to create for yourself. I know what it feels like. I've been there where you feel stuck. You feel like no matter what you do, you can't break out of it. And I honestly believe that there was no way for me to change my circumstances or my situation and that I was destined for a small life doing something that didn't have as much impact as I wanted, living in a tiny corner of the world. And I've been gifted with the opportunity to learn from brilliant people, both alive and dead, who have helped me understand the importance of changing these stories. By changing these stories, we ultimately change our life. As big of a claim as that sounds, it's true. So I hope there's some value in this for you and that if ever you need to, you come back to this episode and you listen to it again and again. And if you do so several times a year, I promise you by the end of the year, you'll be seeing things differently. Anyway, that's it from me. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you did, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this episode or if you're watching it on YouTube. I'll see you in the next episode. It's Giorgio Genis and I'm out. Mm-hmm.